0: He was going to bless them, Mm -hmm. like with us, you know, and then somehow they got off track. And what happened? More 40 years, 11-day journey from uh, Egypt to the Promised Land. It took them 40 years because of their disobedience. Mm
1: -hmm. When when, uh, they come out of um, bondage and slavery, one of the things is they wanted to worship the Lord freely. Yes. And and that was their heart you know, as you think about like even the forefathers in our nation, you know, leaving like a a controlled government church to be able to to worship the Lord freely. I mean, there's some similarities. They're not not all the way, but there is something to just highlight. And as you go through the nation's history, uh, you saw the moral decay when different administrations, different kings Mm -hmm. ruled, and you go through the history of the kings and the chronicles. Um, It's so important. When you devalue the church, when you devalue a relationship with God, the society crumbles. Like yeah. when we look at the Old Testament, whenever the children of Israel, you go through the Kings and the Chronicles, is like when they, God wasn't important, the nation no. fell.
0: This liberty was so important to our country's founding fathers. First Amendment states that no law should be made prohibiting the exercise of a religion or.
1: The right to peaceably assemble. They
2: made it the cornerstone of our Constitution. We the church. We the church must vote to protect our God-given liberties.
1: Well, we'll we're back here for episode three, vote 2020. We the church. We have been meeting over the last month or two speaking about the importance of the church voting. We've also we've already covered abortion and we've covered marriage. And today we're going to cover the topic of the church. You know, in 2020 has been an interesting year, Pastor Raul, as far as what the church has gone through. There have been some restrictions that have taken place, and it it causes us to really question what the future has in hold for the church. How has God been ministering to you as far as the role of the church in our nation today?
0: Well, I never expected this to happen. We talked about it years ago, and now it's here. Mm -hmm. And so they put laws, you know, if you open your church, you have people in your church, you know, they're going to either fine you or you're going to go to jail. But, I mean, how can you keep people from the church? Mm. They need the gospel, Mm. you know. So for me, I'm willing, like Pastor John MacArthur to do whatever I have to do to keep the church open. Mm. But I'm not going to obey the laws Mm. to come against the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. I'm going to preach the Word of God.
1: You know, as we look at the history of our nation, and we've heard the story of the pilgrims coming over here with a desire to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. And we've seen our nation. Our our nation definitely has an influence of uh, Christian values and, and influence in its birth. Obviously, there's no perfect nation. We don't live in a perfect nation, um, but we have seen the importance of the church, Yes. the role it plays in our nation, in our society, in the families. Pastor Dale, when we bring up that, the purpose of the church, why is the church important in our nation today?
2: Well, you know, I think the, uh, the essence of our, our strength is found in our faith in Jesus Christ. Um, there's no greater strength in anybody than their love, whether it be for their love of money or possessions or like the world, fame and fortune, but to the Christian mm. and to the purpose that our nation was founded upon, the freedom of religion, this, the the freedom to seek God and to worship God. Uh, we lose that. We lose everything. We lose everything. Um, I THINK THE REASON WE'VE ALWAYS BEEN KNOWN AS SUCH A TREMENDOUS STRENGTH AND FORCE IN THE WORLD IS BECAUSE OUR ARMIES AND OUR DEFENSE SYSTEM WAS SO GREAT. WE HAD A LOT TO FIGHT FOR. WE HAD OUR FAMILIES TO FIGHT FOR. Um, OUR BELIEF IN GOD AND IN JESUS CHRIST WAS MUCH STRONGER BACK THEN. AND uh, with, the, with, WITH THE DECLINE OF FAITH IN OUR, in our NATION, mm. THERE GOES OUR STRENGTH. If we're going to rebound, if we're going to, if we're going to recover from where we are now, and, and make no mistake about it, I, I believe we're at an all-time low uh, in regards to faith and strength in the church because look at the families. Yeah. Uh, almost everybody agrees that uh, many of our problems stem from the lack of a father at home or, or good guidance and direction from the home. Well, the Church provides that. The Church provides the basis for that, and that is in our love of Jesus Christ, you know. Paul said something very important to young Timothy, and he said it in the same way to the Ephesian elders. Before he would depart, he said, Stand fast, hold fast, because when I'm gone, bad things will happen. There will be lovers of money. There will be those who try to steal away your faith and to follow them and they'll be from among you so you know I I hope I'm not getting too far off the subject but when we lose that in our church and we lose the strength in our country Mm. and we become vulnerable very vulnerable to other countries that
1: are godless Wade when we look at like the the moral framework of the nation and even in the first amendment being part portion of that has to do with our ability together together into assembly and also to worship why do you think that being highlighted at that portion you know in the birth of our nation was so important what does that mean today
3: well because it set it set a uh, it's it protected our our religious freedom Um, and what we've seen is i think become very apparent as we've gone through this COVID 19 pandemic that our religious freedoms have been infringed upon. And I think it's so important right now that we, we fight for this and we stand for it because you know, the Bible says in the last days, deception is gonna be rampant. Um, and we see the fruit of deception right now. We see chaos taking place in a lot of the, the, the cities within our country. And we see a lot of the results of people being hindered from worshiping the Lord freely and the rise of depression and suicide and and just a lot of challenges that people are going through right now and when deception is rampant discouragement is rampant and chaos is rampant and the bible says that the church is the pillar of the ground of truth so this coming election to me is not really a fight for a political platform, it's more of, of, of a, fight, a fight for truth. Mm-hmm. And if the church is not the preserving truth in this nation, then then our nation is further gone than we have ever expected.
1: I think what's important is you, you're praying for administration that, that will be in power that will at least be able to acknowledge the, the purpose of the church and the need of the church and the fabric of our, our nation and our society. Um, you guys have been around, you know, much longer than us, but as far as being zoned for churches, you know, having a, a city or community, there would be a portion that would be dedicated for a church to be there because they recognize the importance of having a church in the community has many benefits to it. And so as we have seen our nation kind of merge and go through different things and devaluing the, the importance of the church, well, you know, I think that's, that's not a um, – a new thing that happens, like when we look at the Old Testament, whenever the children of Israel you go through the Kings and the Chronicles, is like when they God wasn't important, the nation fell. fell. Mm-hmm. Share about that. Share about that reoccurring theme that happens in the Old Testament and what will repeat in our nation.
0: Well, when Israel, when Israel was uh, summoned by God, you know, uh, raising uh, Moses mm-hmm. to take the people out of Egypt, uh, becoming type of the world. You know, they, they knew that God had not only called them, but when they left Egypt, you know, they started murmuring and complaining, and God already was going to bless them, mm-hmm. like with us, yeah. you know. And then somehow they got off track, and what happened? More 40 years, 11-day journey from uh, Egypt to the Promised Land, it took them 40 years because of their disobedience. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't really know who God was. And the reason is because of the leadership they had mm-hmm. before that. You know, the uh, Egyptians making them work, building this, these pyramids or cities that anybody could build. Mm-hmm. But God had them there, not the Egyptians, God had them there 430 years. And then mm-hmm. God gave them the liberty to leave Egypt and to bring them to the uh, promised land so that God could continue his, his plan, you know, his will. Amen. If you look from, uh, from the uh, book of uh, Deuteronomy, and then you come to judges mm-hmm. all the way through it's it's horrible mm-hmm. until jesus comes you know to set yeah. up free
1: you you bring that up and it just sparked my mind it, just, it seems like a simple thing as as far as when the Egypt, when uh they come out of um bondage, bondage and slavery yeah. one of the things is they wanted to worship the lord freely yes and, and that was the, their heart you know as you think about like even the forefathers in our nation you know leaving like a a controlled government church to be able to to worship the Lord freely. I mean, there's some similarities, they're not not all the way, but there is something to just highlight. And as you go through the nation's history, uh, you saw the moral decay when different administrations, different kings Mm -hmm. ruled, and you go through the history of the kings and the chronicles, um, it's so important. When you devalue the church, when you devalue a relationship with God, the society crumbles. Uh, Dale, when it comes to like that, I kind of mentioned it a second ago, maybe you can expand a little bit more. When it comes to the purpose of having cities that were zoned for churches and maybe back in the day of like the importance of the church in the fabric of our society Mm -hmm.
2: well obviously in the last 50 years things have changed drastically and things change faster now than they used to so i can't imagine what it's going to be like 10 years from now even 10 years from now and i only speak from our personal experience here at calvary chapel golden springs and uh, pastor roll knows that uh, he and i searched a long time to be able to find this property where we're at today and, and how that relates to the society. Nobody wants a church in their neighborhood anymore. It's it's the almighty dollar over the importance of mm-hmm. having a church in the community because because collectively people don't realize the value of the church, how important it is. And if you stop and you think about it, there's, there's really no contest here what a church that, that truly teaches the Word of God can provide for a community. Just think about it for a second. We only bring good into the community, mm-hmm. only good. We take your children and we teach them from a very early age to respect and love one another. We teach them to respect the community and the property. We, we teach them to help wherever it's necessary to help. We keep them off of the streets, and we keep them occupied with other events and opportunities. Mm -hmm. Uh, Many young people coming through the church today are a product of being born into the church, and we see their lives just free from so many of the things that are destroying our youth today. You look at the riots and the, in the, in the, the horrible things that are happening in the streets to, today. I venture to say, and, 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 and I, I don't know if it could ever be proven, but the majority of those young people that are there have not, have never stepped inside mm. or been a part of a Bible teaching church. Yeah. They may have visited, but their parents didn't mm. think it was important enough to make them be a part of it. So I think the benefit of the church and the community is beyond measure, beyond measure. Unfortunately, Sean, I think there's a lot of ingenuous churches these days. I think there's a lot of churches. I was so saddened uh, when I heard that that, um, it was Joel Osteen that became part of a a demonstrative march, Mm -hmm. um, and, and I don't know why. I really don't know why when, when, when the Bible tells us that Christ is the answer. Mm-hmm. When Christ is the answer and you preach the word of God you find the solution. Mm-hmm. solution. You see the
0: shallowness of leaders. Yes,
2: And it is. It, it is. That, that's the yeah. ingenuousness that I'm talking about. Yeah. There there, It seems that the leaders in the church today are in it for fame or fortune, mm-hmm. popularity or, ce- or celebrity status. Yeah. And we can make a difference if people get back to the gospel of Jesus Christ and the purpose for the church mm-hmm. to share and to equip saints for the work of the ministry, to lead people to the saving knowledge of Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, that's the peaceful solution, mm-hmm. and that's the only solution. Yeah. You, you can't win a battle the way they're winning it, or the way they think. they're. You can't win the battle fighting the way they're fighting. And, I mean, yesterday was two more officers shot and killed. Yeah. Uh, where is it going to end yeah. and what have they accomplished so far other than to breed hatred and separation in our people
1: you know with all that's taking place in our world today i heard a foolish statement uh, recently where it was like you know you can't bring your faith into how you vote I'm like what <laughs> like yeah. and i've heard some christians say that and like to, to to try to justify leaning a certain yeah. way well you know i go to church and i believe in god but you know i you know, it doesn't really impact the way that I vote. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, because a relationship with God, that's what we teach. Mm-hmm. It's not just a Sunday morning routine that you go through. When God gets a hold of your life, you're born again in the Holy Spirit. He changes you from, from inside. Yeah. And so you should be able to look through a biblical worldview of how you make the decisions for your life. Well, and I think that's one of the things you bring up, like the Olstein, different stuff like that, where you kind of separate the two. It's like um, we're called to abide in Christ. We're called to have a relationship with God. And we have to ask ourselves every decision you make, is this right before God? And what, for I- exhort the people right now, Rob, because where they're not just Sunday morning ch- um, Christians, but truly having a relationship with God that impacts yeah, well
0: I mean, you know, Pastor Chuck Smith taught us, you know, to uh, study the word of God. Mm-hmm. You just can't go to church on Sunday morning. Church is Monday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a relationship, not a religion. And I think it comes to reading through the Bible, starting through Genesis, Revelation, whatever, every every step of the way as you're reading the Bible, God ministers to you and prepares you to where you should be religiously speaking mm-hmm. or having that relationship. Because if you don't have that relationship with Christ, you're gonna be part of that crowd yeah. in the streets, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, demonstrating and like Olstein, you know, yeah. he's doing this, he's doing that. But it's really making an effect. Yeah. You know, he's bringing about a shape to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there's yeah. a lot of pastors and leaders that are doing that. We're trying to bring peace. Mm-hmm. The peace that passes all understanding. Mm-hmm. And that can only come by the submissive will, mm-hmm. you know, of our lives. When you submit your will to Jesus Christ, Jesus submitting his will to the cross. Mm-hmm. And unless the church dies to itself, we're not going to have a church.
1: I, I totally agree. Because just like when you come to the Lord, like you don't get a, soul, um, a set of rules and regulations. Don't do this. You can't drink no more. Yeah. You can't do drugs no more or whatever. But the Holy Spirit starts changing your heart. And no longer are you aligned with this kind of lifestyle. Yes. And the same thing should go through the things that you find, you know, acceptable. Like when you're voting, you know, is this right for our nation? Is this right for my family? Is this right for me? Can I stand behind this, at, from a biblical view? Yeah. Wait, speak on that a little bit, because that's important. That's what I'm talking about. We're talking about Very relationship.
3: Yeah, I think the this, sh- well, some people might say, well, what are you talking about? There's not one party that's trying to shut down the church, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily true. Um, I think that their agenda is very, one side's agenda is very apparent, mm-hmm. should I say. And the enemy is, in the past, if you look at communist uh, China or you look at Nazi Germany, the enemy has always used politicians to prey on weak Pastors and shallow pastors and turn them into political puppets. Mm-hmm. So the church existed mm-hmm. in Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. The church exists in communist China, but it's not a true church. Mm-hmm. It's it's ran by the government, mm-hmm. and that's never what we we can't stand for that. And so what they had
0: Bonhoeffer, Bonhoeffer in what, jail. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. But a man with a relationship with God. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to as believers as a whole having a relationship with the Lord to and letting the Holy Spirit guide your your stance politically as in every every area of mm-hmm. life and again we can't it's really this election especially it's not really about politics it's about morality it's about where you line up as a believer as a Christian as a child of God and can you consciously make a a decision to vote for an individual or a platform Mm -hmm. that is direct in direct defiance to scripture Mm -hmm. and everyone will have to stand before the lord in their own convictions yeah you know that's
0: i don't understand that i really don't that a christian can vote you know for one side or the other especially when there's a side that is killing babies Mm -hmm. or they don't have morals Mm -hmm. you know and they're coming against the church how can you do that when you're trying to keep the church open and you're trying to teach people to live Christian lives. You know, but I, I think that these people, they don't go to church, they don't read their Bible, they don't get taught. And so they're getting influenced by the media, mm-hmm. you know, brainwashed. They speak lies. Mm-hmm. And these people are going to harm the church. They're already doing it.
1: You know, we we talk about that because I think what people lose in our world today, we've talked about this a lot, you know, you brought up that uh, movie, The Social Dilemma Thing, and it it just shows like how strongly we're influenced by media Mm -hmm. for our information. And it's true with everything. I mean... Uh, schools and you know going through academics you know you go through schooling and school I- is great but there is some indoctrination that has been infiltrated our school system a lot of ways mm-hmm. media television everything has a thing to shape you and mold you and, and the Bible says that that the the enemy uh, the God of this age will blind the eyes of the people and we start getting molded by the things of this world it's very easy and um, when you have a relationship with the Lord the Lord takes that that life and he starts cleansing you and washing you and transforming you into to his image and there should a be a change
0: what are you doing with your kids with the television thing
1: yeah for for I, yeah I, I think it's important like I, I don't let my kids watch watch garbage or trash and therefore like me as a parent I can't be having that stuff in my home as well I've learned just from the things that we've done, you know, over the years, like some restrictions to have, and you know, not to use it as a as a babysitter, like all the tablets or whatever. I don't have them like uh, chained up where they can't ever watch TV. And I don't I don't think you need to go on that level, but I do think you need to educate yourself and be wise because there are a lot of things that are trying to infect yeah. our children, yeah. and I think that that is the big thing, all that we're we're facing right now when we're talking about the church. I big, believe that, big, I believe the church is yes. important to have influence because the other influence is coming in hot. hot. It's yeah. coming in at the grade levels from sexual education. Mm-hmm. It's going through the ideal of what marriage is to look like. It goes through the ideal of what a life is like, the value of life. Yeah. And so that's why it's so important for the church to stand for truth, to stand for righteousness in the days that we're living in, yeah. to vote righteously. There will never be a a perfect individual Never. in a political realm, there just isn't. But as a Christian, I have to go through like a voting a pamphlet, go through what can I have peace with God at the end of the day and voting righteously. I, I think that's important. With all that said, like, do you think the church is in danger, Dale? Do you think the church is in danger in the days of, where we're at right now and going forward? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think. There's what, a, what is the greatest danger?
2: The greatest danger is the influence that people have on the church, mm-hmm. um, the watering down of the truth, the compromises that I see taking place under the under the guise of tolerance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I, you, you mentioned our children. I think every pastor that's been around for a while understands their time is passing and the next generation is being prepared and if they're smart then they're going to invest in the next generation and the children how hard is it today to teach a child when they spend six hours in a classroom five days a week being brainwashed Mm -hmm. I mean this is the warfare the world is and and the world isn't my enemy don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. but the people that are coming against our religious freedoms the people that are calling us hate mongers or or intolerant hateful um, that's our danger mm-hmm. a while back it I didn't see as many today I, I see a tremendous number of people that have picked up that baton uh, you, you see them, you see them. It's 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 a minority of people, I think, but they speak loudly. And look at the laws and how they've changed. the The laws are going to eventually change the church.
0: Get rid of police, kill mm-hmm. police.
2: If if they fulfill their desires, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the end of the book of Joshua comes mm-hmm. comes to pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people no longer wanted to follow God, but they did what was right in their own eyes. Yeah. That's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. They want to do what they think is right. And, and they follow that thinking process into destroying the church because they want the church to be a watered-down oh, yeah. facade, mm-hmm. an empty church, like the, the pro- prophets would say, like a cloud without rain, mm-hmm. without water, you know. Uh, useless absolutely there are a lot of useless churches today there are two churches you know Paul Paul said the you know he was three things he called himself uh, a preacher and an apostle and a teacher just think if we focused on those three things preaching to the lost giving messages of hope and faith and then the study of the Word of God in our churches today what a what a difference but can you have a church like that no <laughs> they're dying yeah they're not great we're uh, in some in some ways i hate to say it we're losing the battle we're losing the battle more more pastors are are, are too involved in they get too involved in politics i think sometimes sometimes they get too involved in entertainment People come to their church, not wondering what was going to be preached, but who was going to be singing the songs, mm-hmm. you know, all of that is part of the plan of Satan to this, to make the church, um,
1: weak. Yeah. You know, Ro, you in these last, um, month or two, or a couple of months at where how long we've been kind of back here at Golden Springs. And just of recently you've been teaching the book of Daniel. And I bring that up because you've been very passionate in your teaching of the book of Daniel. Um, I, I know that we've had to take the steps that we've had to take here uh, so that people can receive the Word of God uh, in person. And the, the studies have been powerful because you're talking about Daniel that was brought to a foreign land. Uh, the, the, the enemy, Nebuchadnezzar at that time, would want to brainwash them, but they took a stand for the Lord. Why is... because I asked Dale the question, like, do you see the churches in danger? I know you think that as well. You have a burden and you're pouring into this generation right now. What do you see as the greatest danger in the church right now?
0: The greatest danger is apostasy. You know, the message of the gospel being put away. Mm-hmm. And the reason they do this through television, through movies, you know, all these scenes, the young, not the old, mm-hmm. you know, the young people, they're trying to brainwash them because they see them. <clears throat> I mean, who are the writers? Mm-hmm. young people? Because they're being moved by these socialists, you know. And I think for us as a church, the church pastors, you need to get to your kids. You need to pray for them. You need to teach them the Word of God. And you need to have the right people teaching them. Because the enemy uses, you know, false teachers. Mm -hmm. And today, I believe that in the future to come, there's going to be probably greater uh, false teachers that are going to try to teach in the church. And we as a church, if we don't spend time in prayer, on our knees, and reading, praying, and listening to the voice of God, we're not going to have a message. Yeah. And that message will not be God's message. It will be my personal message.
1: You know, Wade, with that, with like, there's danger, there is definitely a danger that's out there. And Pastor Rollandale have children that are grown up. They, they both have multiple grandchildren, so they pray for, for their future. Um, we have young children. You have very young girls. You're about to have another child right now. Um, what do you see as the challenges of raising children and maybe the dangers that the church is facing at the same time in this crazy world?
3: I think what they said was just so perfect. It's just it's the rampant deception, you know, and you, Second Thessalonians says that the, man of the, the Antichrist won't be revealed until the great falling away happens <clears throat> first. So there's going to be a great apostasy. And so I think it's we know the world is going to try to brainwash our children And so we as parents, as leaders in the church, need to be even more diligent, even more vigilant about doing everything we can to equip this generation to walk out and live out their faith in the midst of this um, craziness. I think it's, my wife and I talk about it quite often that it's um, just, just wrestling through the fact that our kids don't have the freedom to be as naive as previous generations could be, as it pertains to evil and the dangers that um, are besetting them in this world right now, and having to educate them of just um, the ridiculous things that are happening in this world, or even religious deception of having to educate them. So it, it's it's going to take parents taking the responsibility to teach and disciple their children, because you would rather, as a parent, you would rather ye- teach your your children the lie through the lens of the truth before the world teaches them the lie without any standard of truth so you have to continue to enforce that um, into the minds and the hearts of the children and that's why i believe that the church is so important the real church the church that's called to be saw and light in this world is so important because at large we we equip the parents here to be parents in their home we equip them and build them up so that they can in turn go home and equip their family and raise their children in the ways of the Lord. And that was the downfall um, in the book of Joshua. And going into the book of Judges, there was a generation that did not teach their children Mm -hmm. of all the works that the Lord did um, in the lives of the children of Israel. And thus you see this great departure and this great apostasy. Mm -hmm. So I think believing parents need to be even more diligent to take up that mantle and teach their children and that's why, as we're talking about right now, it's so important. The church is so important because parents need to be encouraged, need to be built up. That's the purpose of the church the Church is the equipping and the edification of the saints for the work of the ministry, to go home and equip mm-hmm. those whom God has set into their care. Yeah.
1: You know, um, as we looked at 2020 this year and the COVID-19, all the restrictions that took place, there's been a lot of things that have been eye-opening for a lot of people. One, I think all of us were all watching a message throughout all, and we were all adhering to everything that has taken place. You see that the power of communication. Also, you see the, the schools being shut down, the kids being at home. Uh, some parents' eyes were open to some of the curriculum that some of their kids were, were getting. You know, it was earlier here, um, the last year of 2019, as the school year began, there was a lot of struggles that were taking place of laws because there was a lot of like crazy sexual education that was going to start infiltrating the school system. Fortunately, the the schools closed down. I think some parents got a a little bit of an education on what is coming to to our kids right now. And I think that right now, not only has the church gone through a lot this year of 2020, kids have gone through a lot. I don't think we totally can grasp um, the impact of what this year is going to have for these young kids growing up. They've changed their whole behavioral aspect throughout this year, not being in a classroom and, and taking away their sports and How all that kind of stuff. you
0: feel if you didn't graduate yeah. with your class? I mean, you can't go see your dad in the hospital. Yeah. you know, Everything's close. So, yes. I mean, what's going to happen next?
1: There's been a lot of effects. Yeah. There have been a lot of effects, and those, those things trickle down. We've seen it, and that was yeah. one of the reasons why we had to move from online and start meeting outside and go yes. through the processes here because people were hurting, right? Young kids were hurting, the, the depression going up, the suicides going up, the drug addiction going up, the alcohol going up, um, and that is why the church is so important in our nation's history, and that is why we echo what we're talking about today is you wanna make sure that where you vote, they value the influence of the church in the nation and our society today. So very important. Yes. As Christians, we not, not only do we not want just a nation that says, Okay, this is the United States of America, we're all Christians. No, that's not what we're saying. We all know a relationship with God is a it, it's a choice. Everybody has a choice. Everybody. We do identify that somebody that does have a relationship with the God can can do great things in, in our nation and our history. And if God moves by his Holy Spirit upon this nation, oh it could set so many captives free. Yep. You know, as we wrap up right now, Adele, what, what has been eye opening to you maybe during this COVID 19 thing to the current time of, I don't know, uh, the, the importance of the church moving forward? What is it? Because I think we saw that, man, maybe there are restrictions that are being focused towards the church, some things. I mean, I don't want to be um, overly critical, but what has been eye opening to you? I think, you know, eye
2: opening. To me, in, in, in a positive way, I won't talk so much about the negativity of, of how my eyes were, op- negatively my eyes were opened at how quickly the government was able to manage everybody um, to do the same thing at the same time in the same way. That's kind of frightening to me in a sense um, because we, we all became a nation of sheep, mm-hmm. um, lacking leadership and in, in, I believe in, in the church um, and we were overwhelmed so quickly so quickly uh, but eye-opening on a positive note it, within the church those who truly believed they never stopped supporting their church mm. I was blown away by the faithfulness of the believer I believe also that I saw many grow spiritually you know we're told uh, in the Bible, you know, the the power of God works hand in hand with the suffering, with the Gospel, you know, and, and so we suffer and then we get stronger and you can't – the two are linked together. Mm-hmm. Uh, a. W. Toler said, one could hardly mm-hmm. teach much unless he has suffered much. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I see in the people that are coming back now a greater strength, uh, I think after this, they're going to be a lot stronger. They appear to be stronger. They're, they're supporting when I know their their incomes have decreased. And yet our support has been enough to keep us going. Um, I thought, and Pastor Rawl knows, we had to make some real hard decisions in the beginning based on what we thought would happen. And, and we went and did everything we had to do. And nobody ran. Hmm. Nobody stopped believing or trusting I, that I could see. The, 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 the main core of our church remained faithful. And now they come back, they're happier. You can see, and you guys know, mm-hmm. you see them coming on campus now, there's a joy. We talked about it the other day. They don't just come to church and see how quickly they could leave. They want to stay. Mm-hmm. That was birthed because we took it away. Mm-hmm. We lost it. In the book of Nehemiah, they hadn't had the word in captivity. They come back. They finish the wall. The word is read, and they begin to weep. Mm. And they're reminded, more not for the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm. How's that? You know, I mean, that opened my eyes. I see that taking place now. I see a a, a fresh. You know, Roll and I have talked about. We talked about it. We always talk about it. How blown away we are that the church is growing again. And for anybody listening out there today, if you're going to a church where you're not seeing growth, you know, examine what's going on in your church. Mm-hmm. Because true true believers, true believers will come back. They will return. Don't worry. They will if they've been taught the Word of God.
1: Um, Raul, the same thing. Uh, and I love what Dale just shared right now, because I think that that positive aspect is important. It, it's the fruit of everything that we're saying. We have seen the importance, people coming to worship the Lord with expectancy. We have seen our online audience grow as well and just being blessed by all of the, the teachings, all the shows that you've done, communicating to the audience. So you have the church here of Calvary Chapel, Golden Spring that God has, has called you to, but there's also your radio audience, those that are watching you here as well. What words would you say to them, Ron, when it comes to voting when it comes to praying for the churches that they're a part of or this church
0: i would say just be obedient to the word of god you know when you read the word of god it gives you the truth i was just thinking too about calvary chapel you know we came from a a real spiritual movement you know back in the 70s and we had the word of god and pastor chuck you know he taught us everything about being religious no but about having a relationship Dale and I know because we vote, not because we want to just vote, we want to vote for righteousness because of my grandkids, your kids, you know. And I think for the people I would share with you guys that you spend time in prayer before you vote and make sure that you do God speak to you in your heart so you can vote so that there's a difference in America in the next two months.
3: Wade, anything in closing? You know, Paul exhorts Timothy to guard the things that have been committed to your trust and commit them to faithful men who will be able to teach others. Um, we've been given a lot here in our nation, much more than a lot of people have. And even in the church, we've experienced a great amount of re- complete religious freedom um, up until this point where we kind of see it being infringed upon a little bit. There's some signs of it. Um but we have to guard what's been committed to us, and we have to commit it to faithful people who will continue to um, teach others. Um, So just an exhortation, what what Pastor Dale said, what Pastor Rawls said, knowing the Lord, knowing His word, and being faithful to invest in other people right now is so important. Keeping the main thing the main thing. and The main thing is the Lord. We can get distracted by the challenges that are around us. That's why I think we're being so um, heavy on this topic in the church because it is the most important thing. Um, our faith is the most important thing, and there have been a lot of believers that have walked away. I've seen a lot of young people who were raised in Christian homes who, because of this, have are now walking with the Lord and coming to church here and yeah. bringing their friends, and so the Lord is working amongst the young people. Um, that's huge, so it's it's our challenge to pour into those lives, see those lives pour into them so that they can raise young families that they'll pour into. So we are at a very challenging point in our nation's history, but... Um, We have to remain, um, not ignorant of what's going on, but we have to remain optimistic so we can stay faithful to those who the Lord has entrusted to us.
1: Jesus says, "You, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. This is something that we share with our children at a very young age, something that we preach to the congregation so much. What does that mean? You are to be a purifying influence. You are to, what does light do? It exposes the darkness. So there you have the, the, the purpose of the church, to stand for truth, to stand for right, to stand for the light, to expose the darkness by teaching and proclaiming God's word. And as the hearers hear and hearts are changed, you will see a move of God's spirit across our nation. And that's why we've been doing these, so we make sure that we're standing for our faith, That we see the importance of the church we see in the importance of the family we see the value of life and as we do our last episode it's going to be on israel why is israel so important in its relationship with the united states of america pastor as we conclude this um podcast right now can you pray pray for the church pray for our nation during this time
0: father we come before you lord to thank you so much for this meeting lord we pray for those that are listening Lord, we ask you that in the future to come, Father, the days, weeks, months, that you would have your hand upon us, Lord, and that your hand would be upon this world, Lord God, that you would separate the we from just everything that is evil, Lord God, and that you help us as a church to make an inf- to make a difference, Lord God, like never before. Lord, for the young people, I pray, Jesus, like never before. Lord, those that are from whatever age young, Touch them, Lord, anoint them, and Lord, we thank you once again for your grace and love and mercies in Jesus' name amen amen
1: we hope you guys enjoyed the show today this episode we're going to continue doing another installment we'll continue having the devotions come up on the mondays what can you do you can take these videos you can share them with your loved ones you can like you can comment we want to hear from you Uh, pastor is continuing teaching on sunday mornings and wednesday night we have multiple studies throughout the week and also pastor has been doing a weekly show straight talk where he talks about various issues that are facing our nation the church as well, so we love you guys so much, and we'll see you on the next segment of We the Church. Take care.